Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, still taking a victory lap. Didn't hear from Tom Cruise yesterday. A little bit of a surprise after I've been out there promoting him and the movie. Be nominated for an Academy Award. Trying to help Tom out. He could use a break. Welcome to the program. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Make sure you go to danpatrick.com for a variety of reasons. Sign up for the newsletter. Also, buy one, get one 50% off. The last four teams in the playoffs. And we have some great t-shirts there for you. The sale ends on Sunday night. This program brought to you by Simply Safe Home Security. What's up, Holmes? Claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off your order at simplysafedan.com. No safe like Simply Safe. No update on Patrick Mahomes' ankle right now. I guess that's probably a good thing. I'm trying to think, you know, is he getting any reps? How many. Uh, reps is he going to get in practice? Like, what's going to happen this week? What's going to happen today? What's going to happen tomorrow? Because then we're going to get a truer sense of, is Patrick Mahomes going to be, he's not going to be 100%, but is he going to be limited in any way? Not that the Chiefs are going to let the Bengals know or us know, but uh, I'm curious about that. Also, with the fluctuation of the point spreads, that's what's been surprising. Started out three-point favorite, now the Bengals uh, last look on DraftKings are a two-point favorite there in Kansas City. It's another offseason, and that means that's a lot of Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. The talk will continue. Peter King will join us coming up in a little bit. We'll talk about what are the options here for everybody involved. Teams that may be interested, Rodgers himself and the Green Bay Packers, and Jordan Love, for that matter. But Aaron Rodgers' future with the Packers, once again, is in question. But, you know, the salary is the issue here. He signed the three-year $150 million extension last March. And if they trade him, the team would face a tremendous amount of dead cap space here. Yesterday, it was revealed that he's open to restructuring that deal. He made his weekly pit stop on the Pat McAfee show and had this to say about his salary. I don't think there'd be a scenario where I'd come back and that would be the number. I think it, it would definitely 
definitely things would have to shift. Hmm. Got it. I mean, we'll see what we just did. Oh, yeah. Un unpeeling the onion here. For Why sure. do you think that? Well, I just don't think it's, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of teams because of COVID that are strapped. And you're seeing us a lot of different contracts. They're pushing more money out uh, in, in, uh, in deals. They're creating, you know, certain kind of void years to allow for the, uh, an easier cap hit. So, there, you know, there would have to be some adjustments for sure. Now, Rodgers could stay in Green Bay and just ride off in the sunset with $100 million here. But if he's willing to adjust his contract, is that going to help the Packers and stay in Green Bay? Or I'm going to help the Packers so you can trade me someplace else? Going to be a lot of drama here. And Peter King's talked about what kind of compensation the Packers would want. If you said to me right now, I could get, and, and I'm going to take out any emotion here. I got to make a football decision. And let's say you're playing poker, playing blackjack. You just, no emotion. You make an educated decision. But if I'm going to keep Rodgers, then what? If I'm going to trade him, what do I want in return? What happens to Jordan Love? Do you think Jordan Love can play? Can I get two first-round picks for Aaron Rodgers? If you said, and I'm running the Packers, the Jets are giving me two first-round picks, and they're going to take Aaron Rodgers. I'd sign up for that in a second. Because I'm going to save money. I'm going to let Jordan Love have uh, you know one year on the clock here as the starting quarterback. And I'm going to be able to maybe surround him. I, I, okay, he's not Aaron Rodgers, but maybe he has the ability to be Brock Purdy and do some things but surround him with a lot of talent. That would be the road I would go down here. Then I don't have to deal with anything in the offseason. You know, we're, we're, we're going to be back to being a football team. Because in the last couple of years, they haven't been. It's been Aaron Rodgers and then the Green Bay Packers. I got to get back to being the Green Bay Packers. Now, Rodgers, does he want to play? How long does he want to play? If I'm trading for him, I need a two-year commitment. Well, good luck with that. He might, might not, not sure. And then this offseason, you know, a year from now, the Jets are going, I don't know, are you coming back? I don't know. But I can trade him now. It'll be harder to trade him next year. And that's why if I'm the Packers, I, you know, once again, take the emotion out of this. And also, if we do keep him, what are the odds we can win another Super Bowl? Because that would be factored into my decision as well. 15%, 20%. Maybe even less than that. So do you want to make a move to keep him? And your, uh, your window is, or the odds are, 15%, 10%. I would trade him. If you said that I could get a first, even if I got a first and a second, if I got two seconds, you're taking his contract. Now, you know, the, uh, the dead cap space and all of that, you know, I'll let the capologist uh, work through that. But as far as just a football decision, I would, I would move on from Aaron. And I would, you know, because Jordan Love's salary is not hurting me. Now, eventually it might, but I want to see what he can do. Unless they already know what he can do and they want to move on from both. Well, then hold out, get a couple of first-round draft picks. Let Jordan Love play one year and then go after a quarterback. And you're going to hear all these different scenarios. Rodgers, where's he going to go? Brady going to go to the Raiders. You're going to hear Lamar Jackson, Miami Dolphins. 
You're going to hear Lamar Jackson, Atlanta Falcons. You're going to hear Derek Carr involved in this. Somebody's going to the Colts. Tom Brady going to the Colts. You're going to hear all of this. Jimmy Garoppolo's still in the mix. And then you got the draft picks, the quarterbacks who are coming in. How many, probably three in the first five picks, first seven picks. A lot of things going on. So when you say, oh, what's Carolina going to do? Are the Raiders going to get Brady? Would they rather take Jimmy G? So there's a lot, a lot of things, a lot of moving parts. And, it, you know, we're not talking about the teams that are in the playoffs. It feels like all this drama surrounding all these other teams searching for quarterbacks. Because if I look at what's happening in the postseason, those teams have found their quarterbacks. Even Brock Purdy with the 49ers. Yeah, Paulie. And the other thing with, uh, with Aaron Rodgers, last year they were, discuss- they were discussing trades. He was two-time defending MVP, and he had 37 touchdowns and four picks. This year he's 8-9 and nine as a starter, yeah. 26 touchdowns, 12 picks, and was not all pro. I mean, it makes it a lot easier to sell to the fan base, too, because it was a little bit of a dip. If I thought that he was going to help us win a Super Bowl, then I understand bringing him back. But I, I, I don't feel that way. I think those receivers developed right in front of us, but I thought that he was late in helping them develop. And I still think they had a great running attack. They had a, a, a defense that should have been better, but seemed like it was playing well at the end of the year. But you got to win these games at home. Like that comes down to if I got one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, then win those games. I mean, you're losing against Jimmy Garoppolo led Niners at home. This year, win the game. Beat the Lions. You're not even getting these are the Lions are getting better. Minnesota is probably a nine or ten win team, maybe. Maybe they're just a nine win team. The Bears might figure this out one, you know, before Rodgers retires. Maybe not. Oh, that's funny. Yes, <laughs> I got Super Bowl odds for next year. You're saying what are the odds for the Packers? Yes, the Packers right now are like thirty to one to win a Super Bowl, or plus three thousand. Okay, they're just a tick better odds to win a Super Bowl than the Detroit Lions. It's plus thirty five hundred. So, mm. it's Chiefs, Bills, Niners, Eagles, Bengals, Cowboys, Chargers, Ravens, Packers. Packers are the eighth favorite to win the Super Bowl next year as of now. Like you said, it. They're in striking distance, but they don't feel like it's likely. doesn't feel likely. Well, we've just become accustomed to Rodgers, the Packers, bad division, home field advantage, and then they get to a must-win situation, and they don't win. And he's been substandard in the postseason. That's where I have to look at this and say it's a business decision. You walked away from Brett Favre, you can walk away from Aaron Rodgers. You just don't want to walk away where you go, you know what? We can win the Super Bowl. Or we, if we had him, we could have won the Super Bowl. I'd love to be able to start fresh. Younger roster there. Uh, and then you find out about Jordan Love. And one way or another, you'll, you'll know what you have the following season where you're like, yeah, Jordan Love balled out. Or, you know what? He's not a starting quarterback. Yes, he can. It does feel kind of like a perfect situation for the Packers. In a way, they're not going to be locked in long-term to the new guy, and you kind of get the uh, old guy out on his way down. Yeah, I just don't know how much leverage the Packers have. Now, Rodgers has a no-trade, but he could easily say, I'm not going to the Jets. And then what? Or, I'm not going to Carolina, or the Colts, wherever you want to send him. 
that's where you, you have to have a partnership where you go, okay, this is what we need for this to happen. And Rodgers may say, I don't want to go anywhere. I'll stay. If I'm going to play, I want to stay here. I got my friends here. Got my teammates. Okay. It's tricky. Seton, poll question today. Well, do you want to go off of Aaron Rodgers, or do you want to continue our movie discussion? Ooh. Paul, Paul just sent in a fresh one. Ooh, a freshie? A freshie. What did you... Well, I'm, I'm curious about the movie poll question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Based on Top Gun 2 Maverick getting nominated for a gajillion Oscars, including Best Picture, mm-hmm. which kick-ass action film should have been nominated? Your options, which we, you can throw in your own if you want. This is all time? Uh Maybe less 25? 25, yeah, Paul. I, I, I looked up great action movies where it's not just like, you know, like Predator's a, a fun movie. I don't think pre- someone's going to say Predator's a great movie. No. Here are the movies that have, which I think are kick-ass action movies that are great action, but also a good movie like that holds up. Die Hard, Raiders of the Lost Ark, The Matrix, which a lot of people like. Mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest fan. Mm-hmm. Terminator. It's cool. It was cool at the time. Yeah. Born Identity, Other. Like a great action movie that holds up. Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's, that's mean, some high-end stuff. I mean, come on. Is that Spielberg? Yeah. Oh. I think that's really the only one on the list that truly holds up. Well, I can watch Born Identity no matter where I pick it up in the, in the movie. Every single and, one. And every one of them. Yeah. yeah. Every one of them. That's true. Born Identity. They, they are, are watchable. Yes, Todd. Don't you stop in the middle of a Die Hard movie, too? Yeah. I, I love those. Yeah, it's great. But the original was great. Great movie. Great Christmas movie. Was Pulp Fiction nominated? I, I think it got some nominations. I don't but, think it got nominated for Best Picture. Best, yeah, Best Picture. I'd be curious about that. Is that a kick-ass action film? Yeah. Probably, not, <laughs> not in the traditional sense, but yeah. maybe. In the, in the Tarantino sense, that uh, you had moments of violence in there. Yes, Paul. I guess we're throwing violent action films. Remember the movie True Mo- True Romance with Christian Slater, mm. Patricia Arquette? Mm-hmm. That's a good movie. A lot of good cameos. So action film. Okay. Pulp Fiction uh, was nominated for Academy Award for Best Picture. Oh, it was. I, that's what I have here. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, Todd. You- I saw a clip from an old award show. I don't know how many years ago it was, but and I don't think he was kidding. Bruce Willis, one of the first things he said was, I just want to make sure everybody knows Die Hard was not an effing Christmas movie. So I wonder if he really gets upset about that, that everyone considers Die Hard a Christmas film. Why would he have a problem with that? I don't know. Because <laughs> he's Bruce Willis. As long as the checks are coming in. <laughs> yeah. He may not think it's a Christmas movie, but I do. And that's and all I'm, that matters. I'm the one paying. I'm, I'm paying his salary. I always love when people say, I'm paying your salary. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you're paying $12. All right. Yeah, okay, it's a Christmas movie. Who cares? Uh, what other poll question do you have, Seaton? Uh, well, we could talk. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is currently best as a quarterback or a media personality. Well, he makes more headlines as a media personality than he does a quarterback, it seems like. He does. Yes, he does. He does. Yes, he does. I think he enjoys it. I could see him, you know, kind of moving into a Joe Rogan type oh. feel. Mm. You know, maybe that, hey, this is what I want to do. Just going to sit here and give you uh, my thoughts on life, the world. You think Joe Rogan's going to hire Aaron Rodgers to do his own podcast? Well, if I was Joe Rogan and I had the opportunity to put him on my platform, 
and Aaron Rodgers is going to precede me or he'd, he'd follow me if we had a platform and you could listen to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, at the very end of his podcast, he could come on Joe Rogan's podcast, talk a little bit first, you know, 10, 15 minutes, or at the end of Joe's, then you bring in Rodgers to talk about what he's going to talk about. Sure. If Aaron Rodgers signed with Joe Rogan mm-hmm. and you were Pat McAfee, would you be pissed? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, think, I sure as hell would be. I, I think McAfee has benefited greatly. Blue, from, blue, from Aaron blue, blue. Sorry. Blue. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers should yeah. get like a third. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, and AJ, Pat- AJ Hawk. Yeah. All you have to do is AJ just has to stand there and look at the in the camera. Like, no, bro, I agree, man. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, McAfee's awesome. The whole crew is awesome. But that was so smart. Locking in Rodgers last year as a cash cow. Yeah. You know, the one thing I've never seen Rodgers do, and I don't know if he's done it. I've never seen him being like a fill-in broadcaster on one of those studio shows like you know when he has a bye week and those we guys we had him uh at the super bowl he did with nbc because it I, no one ever talks about him as an nfl broadcaster he either. he did he was great does do you think that's something he would want to do or john too- harbaugh did it in yeah. minnesota and was really good uh, you know you're never quite sure when they come in and and you know you'll hire somebody during the super bowl and they're going to be a guest analyst there but uh he was prepared you know, both were extremely prepared and not where you go, hey, can you come up with this? It would be, hey, I've got some things that I want to show you. And then because they don't know TV content, but then they'll you know, say, hey, I was going to break this down. No, we love that. And Rogers would probably be great at that. I just don't know if he would want to. I think he would get bored. I think he would get bored easily. Yes. Eden. And it feels a little. It's not very new media, right? And I, he strikes me as a guy who's like, well, I can just set up a YouTube channel and get my buddies on to comment on the games and make $100 million. Yes. Why do I need to go into a studio yes. once a week? Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, he could just... He, I think that he's a little more forward-thinking uh, in that regard. Yeah, it, it would be confining. And it, he doesn't strike me as he wants to, you know, be surrounded by walls here. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right, let me take a break. We'll settle on our poll question, phone calls. Always welcome. Peter King, later on, he'll have some uh, thoughts on what's going on with Aaron Rodgers, all the other quarterbacking situations here. And uh, Herm Edwards, our good buddy from the mothership, will join us a little bit later on as well. Just getting started. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. LifeLock, here to help you. And I love when I hear from people to say, I never would have thought about this, identity theft. I never would have thought about protecting all the information that we put out on the web. LifeLock by Norton detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own, like loans taken out in your name, crimes committed by thieves pretending to be you. And man, when you lose your identity, it is a nightmare to try to get it back. But they do have a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist who will work to fix it if you become a victim. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But it is easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year. Promo code PATRICK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or go to LifeLock.com. Make sure you use the promo code PATRICK for 25% off. So two different ways. You can go to LifeLock.com or you can call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Make sure you use the promo code PATRICK for 25% off. 
Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Say good morning to those who are watching on Peacock. Thank you. Our streaming partners. Download the app. Watch for free. Those listening on our radio affiliates around the country, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, nearly 400 cities around America. Scott Rowland, come on down. Going into the Hall of Fame. He'll join Fred McGriff. Fred got in with the Veterans Committee and... This is what happens. There are two things that happen. You'll look at Scott Rowland, you go, he's not a Hall of Famer. And you could be right. But also you're going to go, is he a Hall of Famer because the steroid guys are not being strongly considered here. So now all of a sudden we've lowered the bar here. Because, you know, we're going to have years where it feels like, uh, is anybody going in? 
Should anybody go in? And even looking at next year, baseball has lost star power. And this isn't a get off my lawn. This is just, you know, there, there are a few events that happen. You know, the NFL took over. Baseball is a regional, local sport. And it used to be growing up, you didn't get to see all of these teams. There was no MLB pass, any of that. You got word of mouth. You would go to a game because you got to see Mike Schmidt or George Brett or Don Mattingly or Johnny Bench, the big red machine. Or you could go and watch that pitcher, Steve Carlton, going to go watch him. This is what I did growing up. I got a chance to go and see these players. It's not like I could watch their games. There was a game of the week, and you would watch that game. But how many baseball players can you name? And I'm talking about household names, where if you brought it up, people would know who you were talking about. Shohei Otani, Aaron Judge. Mike Trout's name would come up, but people probably couldn't pick him out of a lineup. He's not in the playoffs. He's not a guy who's outgoing, doing interviews. Otani is limited with doing interviews, but he is famous. He's worldwide famous. Um, Bryce Harper is famous. Now, they're great players. Don't get me wrong. There's just not star power. Now, when it comes to the Hall of Fame, you go, Scott Rowland. Not, no star power whatsoever. Very good player. Played the game sort of the way Mike Trout does. No nonsense. Go out there and play baseball. Mike Trout's a better player. But with Scott Rowland, okay, one of the great defensive third basemen of all time. Okay. Played for the Phillies. Played for the Cardinals. Got a moment that stands out? Probably not. But he's going into the Hall of Fame. And I think that's what's going to happen is, you know, as we move forward, baseball needs to kind of figure out how do we get star power back? And, you know, I, uh, Artie Moreno decided not to sell the Angels. And I think, you know, if I'm Shohei Otani, I'm out of there. Like, I, I can get my $500 million someplace else. I'm going to wait one more year, and then I'm going to play someplace else. Because I needed new ownership in there with a new direction and spending money, uh, better farm system, scouting, all of those things. If not, you're going to be like, uh, here we are again. And Shohei Otani, all he has to do is look across the locker room and see Mike Trout and go, I, I don't want that. Now, Mike got paid, but you got three playoff games. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. But you're going to see his stats at the end of his career and go, wow, all right. Shohei Otani, to me, is that's baseball's best resource right there. He, he's the most valuable resource baseball has right now. And the Angels aren't able to use that. Baseball, they're trying. You know, Aaron Judge is up there, too. But, you know, he had a, a Herculean type season, and he's larger than life, and he did it for the Yankees. Yeah, see. I get a little caught up in the fame part of Hall of Fame, and I don't know that that's necessarily <laughs> um, fair, but there are a lot of players that are like, hey, he's a really good player. He's like that you want on your team, and you're like, hell yeah, look at the numbers this dude is putting up, but he's not a superstar. Yeah. And I get a little I get a little too caught up, I think, when I'm looking at these things about who was a superstar and who wasn't. Ken Griffey Jr. was a superstar. Yes, that when he was going to play or you got a chance to see him, you wanted to you wanted to make sure that you wanted to see 
Ken Griffey Jr., either in person or on TV. And there's a ton of dudes who are like, hey, if you're chasing a ring, and you're like, hell yeah, you need this guy on third base. You need Scott Brocious. You know what I mean? And you're like, hell yeah, all right, but he's not the star of the team, you no, know? No, And a lot of these dudes that are, they are Hall of Famers, and they put up great numbers, but they're not stars to me. They're not, they don't match that fame part of it. Yeah, like Justin Verlander, okay. He sort of had star power, has it because of his wife. I mean, he's a great pitcher. Nobody talked about him in Detroit. Then be like, oh, he's going to the Astros. Oh, he got better. And then, you know, he was on display in the postseason. Max Scherzer, as much as I loved watching him pitch, I'm one of the few people, probably one in the D.C. market, who's watching the Nationals when he's pitching. Clayton Kershaw, wonderful pitcher, Hall of Fame pitcher. He got to the postseason. But star power? I, you know, I remember there'd be guys where you go, that guy I got to go see. Vita Blue. Vita Blue pitched for the Oakland A's, and I had to go see him. Nolan Ryan, you know, Tom Seaver. There, there were guys that you wanted to go see because you had heard about them. That was like, Tom, terrific. I'm going to go watch him. You know, Mookie Betts, I love him. But he's not, a, he's not star power household name. And it felt like he was when he was with the Red Sox, not so much with the Dodgers. And he's a great player. Baseball lacks... You know, there's a lot of guys in the NBA that you know. Well, they may not be great players, but you do know them, or you know them a little bit more than you probably should. They're not as good as, you know, their profile on social media, but they draw attention there. Baseball lacks that. And therefore, Scott Rowland's not a star. Had, you know, really good numbers. Is, is Scott Rowland better than Don Mattingly? Is Scott Rowland better than Dale Murphy? Now, those guys had star power. Scott Rowland was just a good ball player. Is he a Hall of Fame ball player? And I start to look at the names next year. Chase Utley? Good ball player. Six-time All-Star. Joe Maurer? Joe Maurer's a Hall of Famer. He won, what, three batting titles? Uh, MVP? Not necessarily star power. David Wright. The only reason why you might know him, he played for the Mets. Adrian Beltre. Right? Adrian Beltre has unbelievable numbers. Nobody remembers anything. He's the Frank Gore. You're like going, all right, yeah. He has 477 home runs, over 3,000 hits, five gold gloves. Those are all, I mean, that's, those are credentials. Matt Holliday, seven-time All-Star, won a batting championship. Adrian Gonzalez, Jose Bautista, Victor Martinez, James Shields, Jose Reyes. I mean, those are the guys for next year. Yeah, see. Is part of that because, sort of like everything that you're talking about, the names that you know and things like that, because access to the game and to players individually has changed so much over the last 30, 40 years or so? I don't think there's word of mouth the way it used to be. And I think that anticipation uh, that you didn't get to see everybody, therefore you would read the box Mm -hmm. scores. I remember I would get the afternoon paper in Cincinnati because Vita Blue pitched the night before for the Oakland A's. And I would see, I would just look at the numbers and I'd just sit there and be nine innings, three hits, two walks, 14 strikeouts. And therefore, I couldn't wait to see Vita Blue pitch. 
And baseball doesn't have that now. There's no anticipation. Oh, my gosh. Did you hear about that guy? I mean, we did that with Otani. And you're like, have you seen this guy? Have you heard the ball leave the bat? That's what baseball used to have. Johnny Bench. You know, it was Johnny Bench and Thurman Munson. Who's the, of Carlton Fisk, who's the best catcher? And then all of a sudden, Bench would be in the World Series and hitting home runs or, you know, like you just had, it was more of a topic of conversation. And baseball's lost that. Regionally, it's great. But Roland gets in, Todd Helton, 72% of the vote. Billy Wagner, I think, is a Hall of Famer. Andrew Jones, Gary Sheffield, Carlos Beltran. Jeff Kent is probably a Hall If Scott Rowland's a Hall of Famer, I'd put Jeff Kent in. It may open the door for others. A-Rod and Manny got, uh, A-Rod got 35%. Manny got 33%. And they're stars. You know, Manny was a star. You know, he was, he, he had a lot. Maybe he had too much. Yeah, Paul. I, I, like a guy like Todd Helton had like a seven-year window hitting 320, 372, 336, 329, 358. 347, 320, I mean, send that cat to the Hall of Fame. Let's, let's move on with that one. And you said Dale Murphy. I agree with Seton. There's, star power has to factor into it. Remember those Braves teams? They stunk, but they were on TBS. Yeah. And you'd tune in to see Dale Murphy for about a seven-year window, yeah. and he felt like a superstar. I and, just felt that he ended with, I think, 398 home runs. If he ended with 400 home runs, as strange as that's going to sound, we might have looked at him as a Hall of Famer. Don Mattingly needed one more year and that was the year that they ended up winning. And, you know, he had to retire because of the back injury. So he didn't have a Kirby Puckett type injury where you go, oh, my gosh, if that didn't happen, you know, Donnie had a bad back. But, man, you look at that window there. It's like uh, Terrell Davis with running backs. You know, Don Mattingly put up a run where you go, I mean, he, he won the MVP and he lost the next year by three votes, I think. Right. Like, he would have gone back-to-back. That's like winning two Cy Youngs. they got to keep you out of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Marv. Yeah, to Paulie's point, Hall of Fame is definitely important because growing up, I always thought Keith Hernandez and Don Mattingly were Hall of Famers because I saw them everywhere. I saw Keith Hernandez in the scout with Brendan Frazier. I was like, man, <laughs> this guy's awesome. And then you Wikipedia years later, and like, yeah. he's not in the Hall of Fame. Like, he was on the Mets. He was a star on that team and an MVP. And I know it sounds like we rail on the game. I, I miss the game. You know, I miss baseball, the way it used to be played, where there was movement there, uh, not just home runs. You know, I miss that with basketball now. It's all just three-pointers. And it's a shame because these are great players, and this is how you're supposed to play the game. The analytics say this is how you play the game. It's unfortunate because the whole generation is really cheated on what baseball used to be. I mean, you may watch old highlights and go, wait, why? he hit the relay man? Wait, was that a hit? And, wait, did he run and then they hit? Yeah, it's called a hit and run, son. What's he doing with his bat like? That's a bunt. What? You got to be kidding me. That was a backdoor cut. What? That's a 15-foot jumper. Why do they do that? Doesn't sound exciting. But it had movement. Baseball had movement. Basketball had movement. Yes, Eden. You should get benched for a 15-foot jumper now. <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? Analytics say it's wrong. Either all shoot I, a three or take it to the hoop. What the hell are you doing all the way out there? All I know is <laughs> Kevin Durant has made a career out of hitting a 15-foot jumper. You know? It's like unstoppable 15-foot jumper. 
What are you doing shooting jumpers? That's because his hands. They only count two. They end up 15 feet in the air because he's so damn tall. Uh, Terry in Pennsylvania. Hi, Terry. Hey, hey DP. The perfect example player that, that you guys are talking about is Paul Goldschmidt. I mean, he's probably been the best first baseman in baseball for nine or ten years now. Puts up unbelievable numbers. Yep. Won an MVP. Finished finish second in MVP twice. But if you don't follow baseball closely, you have no idea who he is. Ten years, he ends up on the Hall of Fame ballot, and people are going to be asking the same questions. How is Paul Goldschmidt a Hall of Famer? It's just not star power. You know, Goldschmidt just hits. I mean, that's what he does. And that's a, a, a great point there. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. I mean, if you look at his numbers, it, it's one of those where you go, God, I looked at his numbers. It used to be you knew the numbers, therefore it wasn't one of those, well, let me see if he's a Hall of Famer. If I would say somebody's name, you would go, I'm familiar with him. How many times he's been in all? How many times you watch the All Star Game and you go, "Who's that?" Now I don't follow it the way I once did, and I'm not doing highlights every night when I was at Sports Center. But baseball has lacked that star power, and that's what it used to have, and that's why we watched it and we went out to the games because you had to see that person in person. Yeah, Paul. Here's another one that's been driving me crazy for decades: Steve Garvey, former Dodger and Padre. He made 11 All-Star games. Star power. Yeah, he gold gloves, World Series, two-time NLC, NLCS MVP, two-time All-Star game MVP, has a World Series. Yeah. Uh, he 11 All-Star, how is, and also very famous and a, one of the faces of baseball at his mm-hmm. time. That just seems to me like, let's not argue too much. Let's pop this dude in the Hall of Fame and move on with our lives. I don't get it. I really don't get the voting process. Yeah. If you're breaking down numbers. Yeah. And I know it's a it's a thankless job when you're on the committee and, and voting, but you know you don't have to be on the committee. But if you're on the committee, then you embrace it. You're like, we'll figure this out. Um, but there are certain players where you go, they were stars, um, and and maybe we forgot them, or we shouldn't forget them. Yeah, Mark. Eleven, eleven All Star games. That sounds what, nuts. What, what's the most all-star appearances without making the Hall of Fame? Glad you asked. Now, these guys have some different asterisks. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Rose, 17. Now, there's there's a situation there. Yeah. Uh, Barry Bonds, 14. Situation. A-Rod, 14. Mm-hmm. Situation. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's not eligible yet. Um, Mark McGuire is 12. I, I have to get down to... Manny Ramirez has been eligible for a few years, right? Yeah. He's got 12 all-star appearances. Is not in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Next up, you got to go to... Um, you got somebody clean? Uh, <sighs> Steve Garvey, 10. Uh, 11. 11. Uh, I can find... The, since 1970, no one has more all-star appearances without being in the Hall of Fame than Steve Garvey. Mm. The other guys are, again, like Manny, all with question marks. Yes, Tom. But to Paul's point, instead of overthinking it, and we've played this game many times and had poll questions about it, if you hear a name and you immediately think Hall of Famer like a Steve Garvey, why do we have to break down every little nuance and stats and compare him to other people? He stands by himself. But that's what baseball has invited. It's all about analytics now. It's about war. You know, if if you're going by war, then Adrian Beltre is by, he's first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, wins above replacement. But you get caught up in that, and then I think you miss the true star power magnitude of somebody and how they played and where they played, you know, the importance of that person to the game. Yes, yeah, Eaton. It war, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Say it again. Yeah, Say it again. Yeah, yeah. 
Play of the Day is up next. I'll, uh, I'll get down off my soapbox here. Nobody covers baseball the way we do. Nobody. <laughs> Play of the Day is up next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis. And together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right. Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Cavino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying flag on the play. You've already talked about that, but there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Oh, my God. The play, the play, the play. of the day. Left side, got it! Play it and play it. This is the play of the day. 
check this out. Fight for the rebound, kept alive by Sims. Randall's shot won't go. Gets it again, puts it on the floor. Trying to wrestle it, puts it up, and in. That's just, it wouldn't take no for an answer. Julius Randle, 36 points, 13 rebounds. He's had 20 double-doubles in his last 22 games, most in the NBA over that span, courtesy of MSG Network. That's your play of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. For instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Start or continue your collection now, PaniniAmerica.net. LeBron had 46 last night. Lakers got roughed up again by the Clippers. Clippers have defeated the Lakers 10 consecutive games, the longest winning streak by any team against the Lakers since the Raptors won 11 against the Lakers uh, from 2015 to 2020. But LeBron has now scored at least 40 points in a game against every NBA team. I know that he can never be better than Michael Jordan, but if you look at his career, he's better than Michael Jordan. He's going to be the all-time leading scorer. He's averaging 30 right now. (laughs) He's not cooling off. I mean, statistically, the number of finals he went to, I know Mike never lost. I know we've gone down this road, but if I look at the totality of his career, You can make a strong case that he's the greatest basketball player in NBA history. If I look at everything, Mike was incredible. Star power, did it, went to the finals, won, never lost, never went to a seventh game in the finals. I know all of these things. But if I look at LeBron is every bit what Tom Brady is, in my opinion. Tom's greatest player in football history. But... I look at what LeBron has done. I, he's still doing it at 39. Averaging 30. Yeah, Paul. His last three years in the league, Kobe Bryant at 35, 36, 37. Average, uh, he had injuries. Uh, 15 points, 22 points, 17 points. Those are his last three years. At the same age, LeBron averaged 25, 25, and 30. Yeah. It's amazing. And he's not a great shooter. He's going to be the all-time leading scorer. Where's he going to end up with assists and steals? Can we check that? Because he's going to be a top 10 assist guy, I would imagine, when it's all said and done. And it's not like you can say he's a compiler. It's not like he's just sort of floating around there and you know getting 18 points a game. He's averaging 30 for the season right now. It's remarkable. And he'll never get the credit he deserves. He just won't. Because Michael Jordan, people don't want to take away from their memories. Like, hey, Mike, Mike made every shot he took. Mm, okay. Fact. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Paul. LeBron has 10,308 assists. He's behind Mark Jackson, Steve Nash, and Chris Paul. Chris Paul's still going up the list. LeBron, if he plays even one more season, actually, by the end of the season, he'll be fourth all time. I mean,. I, that, it, it's just mind-boggling. 
I, I feel really fortunate that, yes, I got to see every bit of Jordan's career and I got to see every bit of LeBron's career. And to cover both of those guys when they were in the NBA Finals and to be around that and, you know, to see professionals that when games mattered, you were great. Yes, there are hiccups along the way with LeBron. They have been magnified. Uh, but, you know, he, he's never going to win that argument. I mean, I would put Kareem up there, too. You know, you say the greatest player of – Kareem, to me, is the greatest college player of all time. If I factor college and the NBA, Kareem's greatest player of all time. Yes, yeah, It's weird how your mind can make you feel like every shot Michael Jordan hit was a game winner and not a single one of LeBron's was. It's just social media wasn't there, and yeah. I don't know if they would have said, oh, did you see Michael? He uh, passed up the shot. He gave it to Kerr. Mm. Imagine if LeBron did that. And, oh, John Paxson hit the shot. Michael didn't want it. They ended up winning. If LeBron would do that, passed it up, and somebody else hit the shot, oh, LeBron didn't want to take the big shot. Afraid of the big moment. Yeah. What? Two of the biggest plays in Bulls history, Mike didn't take the shot. Steve Kerr did, and John Paxson did. Scared. Now, <laughs> Mike did hit the shot to beat the Utah Jazz. But it, it's just how we frame these things. I mean, you could make it when it's all done and LeBron is, you know, 41, 42 years of age and he's got 40,000 points and he's third in assist. All, I mean, God. Are you saying that the real Jordan logo should be him dumping the ball off? <laughs> Passing. Is that, yeah, he's sort of. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I witnessed it when I saw it. You know, when I watched Jordan, that, you know, you wanted to see greatness, and I saw greatness. I just think we're unfair to LeBron. Yeah, Paul. LeBron is top 10 in minutes played per game this year. None of the other nine guys are over 30 years old. More phone calls coming up. Man, I sound like the get-off-my-lawn guy, don't I? Today? We were a little get-off-my-lawny yeah, this hour. Yeah, yeah. Let's get like uh, a lawn, a Scott's lawn care to <laughs> get off my lawn segment brought to you by Scott's. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card. Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I, mean, I even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.